Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. Now, over the past couple of years, during the pandemic's repetitive grind, alcohol became a reliable friend to many of us to numb the pain of loneliness, stress, and anxiety. And today, I'm going to be talking about how alcohol impacts our mental well-being. Over the centuries, people have drunk alcohol for a number of reasons to celebrate, socialize, commiserate, or drown their sorrows. And often people drink to try to change their moods, to feel more relaxed, to give them courage, or to feel more confident. However, we all know that the halo effect is temporary. As the alcohol wears off, we often feel worse because of how alcohol withdrawal affects our brain and body. The chemical changes in your brain can soon lead to more negative feelings such as anger, depression, or anxiety taking over, regardless of the mood you're in to begin with. Alcohol also slows down how your brain processes information, making it harder to work out what you're really feeling and the possible consequences of your actions. Research shows that people who drink a lot of alcohol are more likely to develop mental health problems. Unfortunately, the pandemic has seen many people turn to alcohol. As numerous lockdowns forced pubs and bars to close, people began to drink more at home. Now, I had a great radio phone-in about this topic a few months ago. People were calling in to talk about how they got through the pressure, stress, and loneliness of lockdown. And some people rang in to say that Zoom wine hour or Zoom quizzes replaced going out with friends. Some also rang in to say that they were drinking more by themselves at home. But the story that resonated with so many listeners was when a mum rang in to say that prior to the pandemic, she would have a glass of wine with dinner at the weekends but never during the week. But during the pandemic, she started to drink more. She was juggling homeschooling her two children whilst trying to work, and she quickly became very overwhelmed by life. And she said that she felt guilty and not properly being able to teach her kids and was anxious that her work was suffering because her attention was often diverted to her children. She also became very resentful towards her husband, who would disappear upstairs every day at 8.30 in the morning to work a full day and appear back downstairs at 5.30 when his working day was over. She felt very isolated and began to become socially anxious too. All in all, she felt pretty low, and so the one thing she would look forward to was her daily gin and tonic. Then she'd have a glass of wine or two with dinner. Then she'd feel a bit more chilled and give less of a damn about what was going on. It was total escapism. And the truth is, this woman's experience is indicative of many people's lives. You know, I know from my own experience, whether it's talking to patients or friends, that the complexities of balancing home, work, and caregiving responsibilities during the pandemic in many families fell disproportionately on women. The pandemic also blurred the boundaries between home and work for many of us. Now, I know someone really well who used to walk to and from work in the pre-pandemic days. She'd walk about 30 to 45 minutes each day, and she really looked forward to it. It served as her alone time. She'd either listen to a podcast or music to de-stress. And it was also her way of transitioning from home to work responsibilities. But during the pandemic, those lines got blurred. She had no me time and started to get really stressed out. And in an effort to create a sense of space for herself, she began to turn to alcohol instead. After her kids went to bed, she'd have a drink, sit down and relax for the first time all day. Sometimes it would be a cup of tea, but before long, it would turn into wine And it quickly became more than she had been drinking in the past. That is such a common story for many people in many countries around the world. 
the restrictions over the past two years have changed people's relationship with alcohol. And there's various studies now that are actually looking at the impacts that lockdown had on alcohol consumption. And what we do know is that off-trade sales, that's the sale of booze in supermarkets and off-licenses, increased sales of alcohol by 25% during the peak of the pandemic. If I'm honest, these statistics don't really surprise me because we drink for all kinds of reasons. Sure, sometimes it's to socialise, but on many occasions, and I've seen this with many of my patients, that the drink is there to help us lower stress when we feel pressured, anxious, or even when we feel lonely. So it's no surprise to me that over the past couple of years, when times have been very uncertain, many people have felt incredibly anxious, of course, alcohol consumption would have gone up. Does that apply to you? Is that what's happened in your own life? If it has, that's okay. That's what we're here this week is to share some information. But just have a think, an honest think, and ask yourself, has your alcohol consumption crept up over the past couple of years? Now, in a recent study, researchers ran a test on two groups of mice. One group was fed a daily dose of alcohol for an entire month compared to the control group. Now, at the end of that month, the mice who were drinking alcohol daily were much more fearful and anxious, and their ability to handle stressful situations was significantly impaired. Even when the things that were stressing them out were removed, these mice still struggled to overcome their anxiety. And I think that beautifully illustrates the double-edged sword that exists with alcohol. You feel stressed, you feel lonely, your consumption goes up. But then that consumption itself starts to change your brain and can make it even harder to manage that stress and anxiety in the first place. And this is a really common problem. I see so many people stuck in this vicious cycle. Alcohol is a depressant. And reducing how much you drink, for many of us, is a really simple way of helping our mental health and well-being. The truth is we've been conditioned by society, by films, potentially by our peer groups, maybe by our parents growing up, to turn to alcohol to cope with uncomfortable emotions and stress. But perhaps there's another way that you can cope with those emotions instead. We've covered this, of course, before on the Built to Thrive podcast when talking about food and cravings. But the key thing really is to pause before you have a drink and ask yourself, why are you drinking? Is it because you are with your friends and you want half a glass of wine to really socially bond and connect with them. That's very different from if you're turning to it because you've had a row with your partner or the kid's bedtime has gone on too long and you're a bit stressed out and frustrated. You know, I'm not blaming, I'm not judging, I'm not shaming you. But if we're going to change our behavior, if we want to change our behavior, we've got to get good at being honest with ourselves. And it's a very simple question that you can ask yourself every time you're tempted to pick up a drink. Now, if it is stress or loneliness or anxiety that you're using alcohol for, there's all kinds of things that we could do. Instead, if you're lonely, you could call a friend or you could call your mum or your dad or, or whoever you like chatting to. If you're feeling stressed, you could do a quick five or 10 minute workout or a five or 10 minute yoga sequence on YouTube, or you could try a meditation app. If you feel a bit undernourished and wound up, instead of turning to a glass or a bottle of wine, could you run yourself a bath and nourish yourself in that way instead? Some of these things are actually not as hard as we think they are. But a key thing I always teach my patients is that every behavior in your life serves a purpose. You will never change the behavior long term if you don't understand the reason it's there. 
I hope that's given you a bit of food for thought. That's all for today. And tomorrow, I'll be looking at the impact that alcohol has on our sleep.